When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. number one fantasy sports show it's the wagner wire presented by audiovisual consultations oh baby oh baby you know what this means it's 11 o'clock it's your favorite show the wagner wire it is the final hour and you know what you gotta what do! You, you do, yeah. I don't like to brag, but I do a pretty convincing Omar from the HBO program The Wire. And that's a baseball team. Literally. Fantasy All your fantasy sports updates. Fantasy what? Fantasy baseball. Got Matt Sui. He's worth a million in prizes. Obviously, you're not a golfer. Hey, I got a hockey man. That's interesting, man. The host from the East Coast. Here's Wax. That was pretty classy. He holds it much longer than I do. That's why he's the real host of this show. But we've been breaking without him. So crank it up one more time! Woo! I know you're pumped out there in Radio Land. We're pumped up here in the studio. I'm still celebrating my Manchester City win in Champions League, but... You all can tell us on the Specs text line what you're celebrating, 512-337-3776. Uh, let's see, one of our listeners, shut up and jam! You know what I'm talking about, hour three, let's go baby, let's go. We got Ty Henderson, you can find him on Twitter, at Texas Guy. Ty, you got Shay Holt, you find him on Twitter, at Shay Holt 23 You got Jack Behind the Glass, you find Jack Farrell, at J- Jack A. Farrell on Twitter, and of course myself, the Smash, Justin Simmons. At the Smash Simmons on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, maybe on TikTok after you see how things went in the studio. Man, I, I totally screwed up that intro. I can't. It flowed into it well. Uh, you know, that's what being a professional is about, though, trying to fix those mistakes on the go. I mean, Jack was just talking about being a PA guy, and I was like, Jack, you got a good voice. I think you can do it. I could probably find you some side work. That'd be great. If you're really into it. Love the sound of my own voice. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I'll definitely talk to you about that. Uh, after the show here today because we are in that final hour i'm still hyped i'm doing the pat mcafee thing i had to stand up and get you know use my whole ass for that <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that introduction but hopefully uh, you know i didn't blow out anybody's speakers out there but um yeah man not a nap guy i'm appreciating the the photos hey you know he sent a, a a gif of the guy of the dude right did you hear about that story about the guy named dr deep sea no 
He just spent, he looks like this guy, right? And he spent a hundred consecutive days underwater living in like some pressurized like house, essentially. Uh Uh-huh. 100 feet by 100 square feet. What, just for the content? Uh, no, not for the content. He's actually like a some Studying sort of, researcher. Yeah, like for okay. for you, uh, South Florida University, of South Florida. But he U- broke USF. the world. That's yeah. the new world record. the The old world record was seventy three days pressurized living. This was a hundred straight days. Man, I've watched this documentary on on those people that that go down in those pressurized tanks to work on like oil, like the oil pipelines, like way below. Yeah, that's some serious stuff. That's I, like I know, it's can, scary. It's pitch black down there. That's why they get they get paid the big bucks, Ty. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, do. man. Can you imagine doing that for a hundred days? It said that he shrunk by like half an inch just because of the pressure. That can't be good for your spine, but, man. But, but, but when you think about it, though, it's basically a, a hyperbolic chamber, right? So it's basically like what LeBron sleeps in to recover. So he spent a hundred days. In Is that, that pres- the same? Same hyperbolic same, time chamber? <laughs> it's the same concept, isn't it? Like the, the pressurized system, like you know, to increase the oxygen to your to your muscles and stuff. I have no idea how that works. Because it said that, like you know, if you can sit in like a pressurized um, like atmosphere like that, that you can actually like decrease your aging and help with recovery. So, so that's how LeBron's done it. Basically, yeah. So the, he's using this for scientific research and hoping to see if, like, you know, that will affect the human body and maybe help recovery time. Okay. It was it was uh, research on humans, not on stuff going on under the ocean. Yeah, it was just on him and, like, on his body. He was, like, his own experiment. Okay. Like, how, how's my body going to react for living 100 days in this pressurized system underwater at 22 feet deep? Well, I'm curious, um, like, World War II uh, people in submarines. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not sure how long they would go under the water without, you know, breaching. Um, I'm sure there were some some long stents. But that's just it. Like the pressure will change because, like, oh yes, they would go deep, but then they would rise. So then, like, you can adjust the outside pressure that you're that you're feeling. Like this is adjusting the inside for the outside pressure that's going on continuously and keeping at, it constant. Yeah, yeah. And that's no. what the big difference was here. For sure, for but sure. But it's the same concept, though. Yeah, like once you're submerged, you gotta you gotta do the the pressurization change. It's like going up in the air in the in the airplane. You gotta change the, the inside. I wonder if he had like cell service down there. If he was just lonely. <laughs> but like the one thing I was trying to Reading figure books, out. What do you do? I mean, that's take a tr- tennis ball. Yeah, that's. I'd be scared the whole time, like looking for cracks. Like, am I? I mean, that would be. That's like my worst nightmare. Wait, how how deep was it? Twenty two feet. That's yeah. So Only twenty two feet. Twenty two feet below sea. Level? That's not very deep. I mean, uh, below sea. I level. mean, you're under the sea level, so that's 22 feet underwater. Okay. I, I thought mean, I was thinking this was like hundreds of feet deep no, in the ocean. No, but even then, man, it's make just your ears like, pop. You know, you know, like you the one deep. Like I don't think he took a shower for a hundred days. So the first thing he probably did was where, take a shower. Where did he? Where did he defecate? I have no clue. And that's and that's and I'm glad you asked that because I was trying to do the real research for the people here. I wanted to know the hard hitting answers and like everything was about his research and how this broke a world record, but nobody could explain to me like how he got his food intake. He got a poop hole in there. <laughs> yeah, just like a hole in the water. <laughs> Oh, it's kind of like what you put the fish in, right? When you catch him, in, like yeah, in the yeah. boat. It's like a it's like a file cabinet situation. <laughs> I'm sure that's what it had right to be. Out, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, right? I mean, we're the real scientists here. That's hilarious. Maybe he had like one of those vacuum shoots, like they did back in the old uh, spaceships. Yeah, and you have to put it like right next to. It's like, like a middle. Star Wars like style. a middle yeah. chamber that like it goes in and then like you know it seals off on one side. Yeah, I'm assuming. I, I, I wonder what the square footage of this hyperbolic oh, chamber it, it was. It was a hundred hundred square feet. So a room quite smaller than this. Yeah, for 100 days. Well, yeah, that seems like a prison sentence to me. Like, I just don't think I could do it. Like, 
like I would get bored after like day five. Science did it for science. Yeah, I mean, there's too many sports I'd I'd want to watch. I'll never have a hundred oh, days of my life I'll to take, just go off into the know, wilderness. I, I will say maybe you get like a really good RPG or something to play. You know. While you're sitting yeah, there, something I mean, that's going to take 70 hours. Get, get Fallout going or something, you know. 70 hours? You're talking about 100 days, man. Hey, you man, need that's some like, books. That, that knocks out three right there. <laughs> Just about. I mean, yeah, it, I mean that's, that's a long time. It said that he actually taught classes and stuff, like, online. So I'm assuming that he did have, like, Like, internet. he was doing Zoom classes? Like, this could be just in his hyperbolic chamber? Yeah. That's, it's like, I might sound a little weird here. He betting on sports. <laughs> hey. I he mean, just wanted to get away from his wife for 100 days. <laughs> I was all like, there there have been worse decisions made, right? But 100 Days there doesn't sound too bad. That would be a good reality TV show is just to you know, have a bunch of those things and see who can go the longest. You know what I mean? Like you, or put two like opposite people in, a, in, in there and be like, you got to live down here together for 100 days. And yeah. if you make it, like you win money. Wow. First one, to, the first one to quit, <laughs> dude. I saw I saw a clip of uh, some a Japanese television show, which you know we all know they have crazy stuff but it was three professional soccer players versus a hundred little kids yeah i seen yeah. that one <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> um, and, I mean they were they were scoring but it's every there the, the funniest part was the jerseys because all the little kids were wearing the exact same jersey and yeah. they had like 20 goalkeepers all wearing the goalkeeper kit they dominated um, those funny. Kids. it was great yeah because that was some of the best players in japan doing that <laughs> dude uh J- japanese television there is some great korean television that I, I mean, oh, uh, what, with Squid Game and all that that's come out, but even before that, like, oh, they, they're I, they got something going on out there. Yeah, man, the K dramas are like they're up there. They're top tier, top tier drama stuff. Really make you feel some stuff. Shed a few tears. <laughs> you can't watch them dubbed though. You got to watch them in subtitles. Or, yeah, or that or all that emotion doesn't come through. Yeah, definitely. I knew a lot of people that watched Squid Game when it was coming out, and I would ask them talk about it. And uh, I was like, are y'all watching the dubbed version? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, y'all are messing now, up. Now I have to ask you guys an important question. And I posed this question to the listeners at home also or wherever you may be listening. 512-337-3776 on the Specs text line. Even if the show is in English, and I take it that English is your first language or you speak fluent English and you understand it fine, do you still use the subtitles while you're watching a show that's primarily in English? A lot of the times, yes, I do. Sometimes they're just on already, and um, I don't mind it, especially if I'm watching something at night and, you know, not trying to keep it very loud just well, to see what they actually said. Because, I mean, you know, you, you miss a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If I'm actually, like, into a show and trying to pay attention to it, and it's, like, not the big block blocky old cable-style <laughs> closed captions, like, some, some certain streaming um, services have really good ones. So I'll put it on just because I like to, you know, listen and read along, too, just to get a better grip on what the script is. Oh. Yeah, catch catch little things here and there yeah. that you know. I was like, I was. With accents. Do you? Do you not? No, I always had been against it because I just didn't like it blocking up the screen. I especially hate it during sports. You know, when you're at a bar. Oh, sport? No, n- never with sports. But I will say, with uh, depending on what it is. So like with Ted Laszlo, I did because like the English English it's just like the accent. I couldn't understand everything. So technically English, but it was a different style you, of English. Did you finish Ted Lasso? Yeah. Cried. I, I really. Yeah. I, I I didn't watch past the first season. Is it really? over? Yeah, season the the whole series is done. Yeah, I, yeah. I saw a little bit of that first season, but it didn't hook me, man. It didn't hook me. Really? Was it the soccer part that didn't hook you, or was it like? I just wasn't huge on the Ted Lasso character. Oh, like, really? I get that he grows on you. Like I, I you know, that he's a little you know kind of dorky. Yeah. yeah. But um, Gino, yeah. Gino Temple in that show. She's in that show, right? Who? Gino Temple. Who's that? Is she cute? Yes. 
Yeah. Which which one's that supposed to be? Like the the little British girl. It's the that, blonde one. Yeah, <laughs> the little blonde British I girl. I don't know. I don't know. Oh no, she's she's hot though. We're not she talking was, about a she little was, girl. She was in. Uh, she's been in a bunch of good movies. Didn't know that. I did, this is the first time I've ever seen her. She I'm always, pretty sure that's her. That's in that show. I mean, that <laughs> is her. If it's who I'm thinking about, she's always dressed like to the nines in that show. Like she always has like really trendy stuff because that's like her character. But she always looks great in everything she's wearing. So I was just all like, "There's supposed to be a spinoff. I'm hoping that there's a spinoff. I need a new show, listeners. Come on, yeah, we yeah. Some, we, I, we need some suggestions. Help us, help us out here. Five one two three three seven three seven seven six. Some of you are are chiming in. I prefer the subtitles. It makes more makes me more interested of what they are saying in the movie okay i see what you're saying and then uh only if it's fantasy and there are places and words that are made up or if they speak english that is hard to understand when spoken fast like a scottish or hard english accent uh, so we just kind of discussed that makes sense but i never thought about it like ooh, i'm gonna watch star wars i'm gonna put on you know the subtitles because i guess you're right there's gonna be a bunch of like weird planet names and yeah. weird names in general that i just have no clue who they're talking about definitely jack do you you watch the subtitles Depends. I've, yeah, sometimes. I like, uh, like especially if there's a lot of British accents, like Peaky Blinders. Uh, I've only yeah. seen a few episodes. Never got like, that those show Those people either. are absolutely unintelligible. It's wild. <laughs> did you, you like, cannot understand them. Did you ever watch Boardwalk Empire? No. What's the guy's? Uh, Steve Buscemi? Steve Buscemi, yeah. Yeah, dude. That was good, too, man. Nice and dark. Might, might check the, that out. Where he's the bad guy. It's really, it's really good. I love him. He's a great actor. Yeah. And then, like, oh, I, I will say I did watch the uh, the subtitles for Mad Men. I was really into that show. Never but, watched Mad Men either. But Mad that, Men's good. I was primarily interested in the fashion originally, but then the storyline got me hooked after I, a while. I, 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 I always just see memes. It's like all Mad Men is. is a bunch of dudes sitting in an office smoking cigarettes it and is. drinking. It is. But that's how all the best stories start, right? <laughs> sure. At least on my end. Uh, if you like The Wire, watch The Americans. That's going out to you, Ty. Thanks to uh, this listener out here on the Specs text line, 512-337-3776. So we're trying to help Ty find some new shows. Uh, Smart Lex, Smart Less on Max. Since you're streaming that, that comes from uh, Baker's Brisket Company. Okay. And then this person, uh, I recommend Banshee to everyone. Slip through most people's radars. So good. It's a uh, hard something, though. I'm, I'm not sure what it's referring to. <laughs> I think he's talking yeah. about the rating. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's rated Definitely R. Rated it's R. rated R. Got yeah, Smartless. You. That's um. That's like Jason Bateman and Will Arnett. Okay. Jason Bateman. What is? He's been doing some Smartless on the text line. Did y'all okay. see it's a podcast? Uh, I think. Did y'all see the the Jordan the Nike? No, movie? not yet. I've been wanting to. Is it good? Is yeah, it worth it's, my time? it's it's really good. And Jason Bateman's in it. He's great in it. Um, I mean, Affleck and and Matt Damon are. You know, they kill it. They always kill it. Uh, they're doing their, their their friendship thing on screen, so yeah. they love it. Okay, that yeah. makes it makes it. A good if you're watch. into like the hit, like if you're not a, a casual fan, maybe not. But if you're into like the history of basketball and, and all sneakers. that, it's definitely a very sports. Would you Would you watch it if you are just interested in like sneaker culture? Like if you just like wearing Nike stuff because of what it, the yeah, brand represents and things. Maybe if you yeah, if you want to know that story, the story of it's really just a story of Nike. You okay. Know? And, and they, I mean, obviously they were just a running company, and then they're ba- it kind of is like it it shows the basketball division. You know, just like oh, we're not funded. They kind of like <laughs> that's how like they're they set up the the film and um. But yeah, I mean it's good. It's not any basketball really played in it. You know, it's it's basically just them talking about. Michael like the deal the whole time so and stressing kind of, out. So it's almost like for love of the game. I've never seen that. 
That's okay. I haven't seen it either, like really all the way through. <laughs> it's like all I know is it has Kevin Costner and he's like having like a midlife crisis and he's like pitching the game at the same time. I think he ends up winning at the end. But pitching the game? Yeah. Like he's like, like on a the baseball mount. pitcher? Bull Durham? No, no, that's a different one. But the same Kevin Costner baseball movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's in multiple baseball movies. That was like his thing. Yeah, but like Because he was in a the what, one, Field of Dreams? Yeah, he was in Field of Dreams, right? Yeah. The one where he's old, but he gets an MLB contract when he's like 40? That's not him. That's Who one of the that? Quaids. Oh, that is, is Dennis Randy? Quaid. Is it Randy? No, it's, it's, Dennis, that's, that's the, it's Dennis Quaid. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot about Randy Quaid there for a second. But yeah, no, this is Dennis Quaid. That's in The Rookie. It's the story of his career. <laughs> hey, Randy, Randy Quaid, what, what's his name in uh, the vacation films? Uncle, or Cousin cousin Eddie? Cousin Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I have met that character in real life. More than once. Let's see on the Specs text line. Uh, Homelander from the Boys is the lead in the Banshee. So they, they're really trying to sell you on this uh, Banshee, Banshee, man. Okay. On Max. Is it on Max? What's it on? Paramount, I think, actually. Paramount Plus. Show. Yeah. I mean, how many streaming services do you have? You have all of them? I don't have Netflix anymore, obviously. <laughs> Usually, I'll like, I'm month by, except for like the bit, like I always have HBO Max. I always have Netflix. Actually, I don't have any more because I was on my mom's and that the whole deal where. You have to be in the same house now. Um, but there, there's a few services where, like, I'll sign up for things that's, like, a month-long membership, and then I'll immediately cancel it just so, like, it, it doesn't carry on forever. Um, and then if I like it, I'll, I'll resubscribe. I do, I've do. i done that with Paramount, like, eight times. The, Gaming the system. Hey, man, you got to work the system. And you, and you get, like, a free week, too. System's sometimes. working me. <laughs> that's why I have so many emails. I'm a big... I, I did. I use. I think I made like eight emails to make YouTube TV accounts. That's what I'm talking about, <laughs> man. You get a free week. Hey, man, the system will beat you over as much as it can. You got to beat the system every now and then. It's okay to get a win for the little guys. Man, you can just watch a lot of movies on YouTube, like straight up. Like it's a great, you know, it's free. Just a great streaming service. You might have a couple ads in there, but oh, and you I'm don't, fine dude, with that. no, 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 man. Like YouTube, just YouTube, not YouTube. TV. YouTube, yeah, just YouTube straight app. up. Yeah, it has but, tons but, of movies on it. But all you really need is a good. <laughs> It comes back to what we said last time. It's just like a good ad blocker, and then you can watch it like ad free. It's just like that's that's all I watch now is YouTube, basically. I would gladfully uh, take the commercials and not pay the ten dollars a month or whatever the streaming services try to get out of you. Some like Hulu, you still got ads paying for it. Exactly, you, you got to pay more to not. They're <laughs> like, oh, you can have the cheap version with ads, or you can pay like ten dollars extra a month and not have ads. Because Hulu started, it was like a website, and it was all free, and it was just like. You know, ABC shows uh, after they had aired, you could watch them with ads on online, and that was kind of you know, that was kind of concurrently with Netflix. Netflix was still pushing their delivery movies, which you know, obviously that went the way it Man, went. Redbox, I can remember. I still when see they... Redbox is around. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah, people still use them. That's still a fine way to get new movies. But um, remember when Netflix like launched their streaming platform, and it just it took a while to yeah. you know really. No, because it, it, it was a brand new thing. Like It was like, wait, so I don't have to watch commercials. I pay 10 bucks a month, and I get all this stuff, right? at the, you And know, you could on. have ordered the films. Yeah. The, yeah. Know, the, the, the they shipping. Used to, they used to send it to you in, yeah. the, in the envelope. That was everything. Yeah. that's. I remember that's what the, the, that was the main selling point was the fact that they would send it to you. In I'd the love envelope. to see a picture of that warehouse where they send that out of, like, well, it was many? a struggle because you could only get so many at once, so you'd have like your four episodes of a show, and then, you know you had to trade it out. <laughs> oh man, can you just imagine a really, really big blockbuster video? That's I essentially would imagine that's what their warehouse would look like. I'm imagining well, like a giant. Did red you ever box. have to go to a blockbuster yes, video? Dude. 
I'm not I don't, that I don't remember, that man. I don't Dude, know. I, that was like my favorite. Yeah. Going to the video store, seeing all the boxes. Hollywood Sometimes video, you get a, Blockbuster. You could get a video game, too. That, so the, the one off Brody Lane, that was a Hollywood video, right? You know uh, what I'm talking about? Did There's you, a Lone Star Kalachis in there. Yeah, did you used to go there? Yes. I used to work in that one. Really? Yeah, back in the day. I used to work at the <laughs> Game Crazy. when you went. That's where I was about to say, I used to, I was going to talk about the Game Crazy. You go in there and you get your games cleaned, like like the scratch. Dude, and yes. And I probably had to you sell probably you. I probably yet. sold you those things because that's how I made my money. Dude, it's like an episode of Rick and Morty in some other dimension. I have already met you. Yeah, pro- I, uh, and didn't I realize was, this was going to be my co-host. I went there like <laughs> three times a week as a little kid. Bro, I probably did meet you because like oh so it was really funny i was thinking about it hey there was one guy in there that one time didn't i went there with my stepmom and she was gonna buy me gta and the guy talked her out out of it because it's was it was it a tall dude i don't i don't i still was an old guy with glasses I don't, we were t- talking about core memories earlier. That's one where I was like, dude, seriously? Because it wouldn't have like, been me, bro. I already had convinced her to buy me. I was like, it's fine. It's, just- I, it's because I think I remember this story now that you mentioned it. Not because you said it, but one of my coworkers had said it. And that's why I'm trying to think of which one it was. Because I'm thinking that's who I think it is. And I'm like, was it a really big rotund guy? I don't remember. Well, that's a tale as old as time, though. Getting like the video game store guy being like, well, there's... Nudity and violence and blood and prostitution. Come on, and shut and up. Just, yeah, and there's adult themes, but you don't know. Tell them that. Can he drive a car? Then he should be able to play this game. <laughs> well, and GTA was so much more violent than I mean, pretty you, much any you other get, game. Like prostitutes in GTA. And like, oh, I, dude, everybody got all up in arms about that Hoff Coffee mod, and it was a mod, and you had to actually know how to like you know break the system in order to even see that. It was all over the news. It was it was crazy, man. But you know. I think it's like that in every generation because I'm much younger and I remember they called it Mortal Monday for Mortal Kombat, the original one coming out. And my mom's like, no, you're not getting that game. I'm like, why? And she's like, well, your little brother's going to see it and he's going to do something like that and think that you're going to come right back. And I was like, but we have Looney Tunes and Umber Fudd shoots Bugs Bunny in the face or not Bugs, but Daffy in the face all the time. And he's fine. <laughs> you know, no, so I go just, back like um, what's uh that show that used to be on the Courage Cowardly Dog. Oh yeah, that's a good show. That show is so dark. Dude. Yes, very. I've gone back up. and watched. And I'm like, how? I'm how am I not traumatized? As you like are. watching this as like a like <laughs> that Return the Slab episode. Yeah, we've weeks talked about this before. Like, but yeah, even man. like some SpongeBob. Like there's oh. there's weird themes that, or Rugrats. Have you seen all the conspiracy theories about the Rugrats? Oh yeah, show? man. Some like really... how they're all how they're all just like dead because mm-hmm. you never really see the parents. So yeah. it's like yeah, it's a bunch of dead kids Dude, there's oh. there's so many like fan theories out there again youtube just leaves me down these these random rabbit holes but yeah man there's a lot of freaky stuff out there where i'm just like oh that was definitely written for the adult <laughs> but even then that's still pretty or, dark or for the, the adult. spongebob one where the, each character represents one of the deadly yes. sins yes that actually makes sense kind of if, if you think about it but i mean like yeah man some of this stuff can take you on a trip hopefully you know we'll find you a, a proper tv show to get started on but first, a, lot, a lot of suggestions yeah, and we'll look through them uh, during the break here on the text line. Uh, we're in the home stretch. Just a few more segments to go right here on the Wagner Wire 104.9 and streaming worldwide on hornfm.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Welcome back to the Wagner Wire right here on 104.9 FM. Speaking worldwide on hornfm.com. We're heading into that final stretch, but first we got to play a little game of Name That Tune and Jack. I, I was hoping I would guess it by now, but uh, Ty's making that scrunched up face. I don't think Shay has an idea either. What do we got? What are we listening to? Is Harmony's not giving it away quite yet? No. No. Anybody on the text line? Can you beat us to the answer? I like it, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I, I like the sound, but I have no clue. Is it They Might Be Giants? I know you like the sound because it's Nirvana. It's Nirvana? Really? Molly's Lips off of the album Incesticide, which is like a B-Sides and Rarities one. But Jack, killer Nirvana just... harmonies, as always. Grohl and Cobain, always killer. Jack, I, I imagine that you have like a sitting room in your apartment or house, and it's like a fine leather chair, and you smoke from a pipe. I don't know what's in it, but you smoke from the pipe while wearing like some sort of like robe, and then you put on your vinyls, and you put on those old-school cost headphones. And then you just like have a glass of wine and indulge. Is that what you do on your spare time? You forgot the robe and the whatever. No, I said that it was a robe. Oh, okay. Well, that thing <laughs> and the high back chair, like SpongeBob in his library. Yeah, but, that's hilarious. Yeah, man, just you, teenage years. Yeah, dude, like random B side of some deep cut. I'm gonna like, oh wow, man. Maybe you should be the uh, Sirius XM like DJ on like deep tracks. Get me on the bat. Yeah, I know. Well, I was about uh, to say we don't have DJs on there anymore. Hey, I know it's all automated now. You just want to do it for fun. <laughs> no, I gotta make a living off of it, dude. <laughs> Do I it wish, for an hour. I, I really, I wish I could go back to like uh, the uh, classic days of radio, and like uh, I always thought I would be a really good jazz DJ, just because my voice is kind of soothing. Do you like jazz? Yeah, I do. I used to hang out at the Elephant Room. Like you were talking about going out to like Deep Eddie's. Like I used to be at the Elephant Room at least two or three times a dude, week. Yes, back when I was like younger, like Jack's age, honestly. Really? You know the uh, there's a that's the one. There's a restaurant right above it, right? Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, I've that's a good that's a good spot. You go get a very high quality dinner, go downstairs, listen to some jazz. Yeah, you know, classy, classy individual in a stuff nice right dark, there. you know, dank looking little cave. Have y'all made it out to the mothership yet? No, I want to go so bad. You know what that is? Joe Rogan's new comedy club. Yeah, we got you. Yeah, there it's the. Um, uh, old well, it was the Alamo, it was the Ritz, is yeah. what it is. Oh, that's um, what it is. Okay. And then it was the Alamo uh, Draft House on Sixth Street Ritz, uh, and now it's the Mothership. And uh, no, I haven't been there. Or... Theo Vaughn, you know, y'all know him, the comedian. He was in town this weekend. I really wanted to go to that show. If anybody went, please tell us how it was. Yeah, chime in on the text line five one two three three seven three seven seven six. He was here for like five or six days. He had a bunch of sold out shows. I think at the Paramount. Yeah, he has a good podcast, too, um, if you're looking. I mean, obviously, listen to us first, but <laughs> yeah, if you yeah. have some extra time. You can add it in on your rotation, you know, yeah. after us. So how about, we haven't really talked about it much, but Texas baseball, 8 o'clock today or tonight. Okay, so what's going on here? So they got to win, right? LeBaron Johnson's no. pitching. I'm getting Okay, no. so they don't have to win, no. so they can take a loss. Dude, uh, I'm not going to. Colossal it's, choke. It, it is a, um, yes, if you win the night, then you're in the College World Series. It would be, I think, the Horns' 38th appearance. They have the and most of any college baseball team, right? Because they have plus 30. No other team has plus 30 appearances. Yeah, they have, yeah, we the, have most. the most. Appearance. We don't have the most championships, but we have the most appearances. Yeah. Yeah. USC has the most championships because they won virtually every single one in the 70s. Um, but pretty much none since. I think maybe one in the 90s. Uh, Longhorns, they have six national championships. Um, yeah, they play tonight, 8, 8 p.m. our time, 6 p.m. over in Palo Alto. And, um, yeah, LeBaron Johnson will be on the bump. Um, Horn's looking to take the series. But if, you know, um, disaster struck and they 
Uh, let's say they hadn't won last night, yeah. or if there was a loss in the mix, yes, there could be a Monday game at an uh, to-be-announced time. Okay, because I was watching the Ducks and Oral Roberts go at it, and the Ducks only had to win that game to go to the Man, World Series. What, the- what that a- was an awesome game. That the, There was a game, a walk-off, bases loaded, yeah. ball hit the foul line, like on the line. Game over, Oral Roberts walked them off after allowing the Ducks to Wait, come Oral back. Oral Roberts came back? Yes, they yes. won 8-7. Yes, and and the yeah. night prior they were up eight zero and they lost right yeah the ducks came back biggest uh, comeback win in program history we ended up winning nine eight so they have game three today I'm yes assuming. yes and that's where it gets exciting oh, or like, Roberts okay. that's in Oklahoma City right or Tulsa Tulsa somewhere in Oklahoma yeah I know but obviously Oklahoma. I'm pulling for the ducks I'm really hoping that they get really it. yeah you had you had Oregon guy. No, not necessarily. I just think that I the, come on the underdog, dude. Oral Roberts four seed. Yeah, no. Nah, like last last four seed to go to the World Series. I think it was Stony Brook a few years ago. Stony Brook, the American East. Nice. Nah, I'd rather see the Ducks. Do you see it's the uh, the big error in the Texas game? I'm yeah, not the O'Dowd uh, fly ball. I think it was the, daily. But it doesn't matter. But do, the, yeah, um, the big it, fly ball. Yeah, they kind of ran into each other. The center fielder and the uh, I guess that was the right fielder um, just coming together. Somebody should have called for it, and uh, it, it dropped. I believe a couple runs scored on that play, Two. and then um, <laughs> yeah, then they uh, they ended up tying it up before Porter Brown knocked in the go ahead runs. And how good has he been? Uh, pretty good. Great ad. Yeah, just um, a long line of rentals we've had on the Texas baseball team through the transfer portal, and he's produced uh, especially in big moments. Uh, he's batting in the five hole. Um, yeah, just having a great year. LeBaron Johnson on the bump today. Let me let me ask you guys this. Uh, we've been talking about the game, but you know, I need some spice. Need a little prediction. Like, how do you think it's going to go today? I, I, and it's funny because you guys are the Texas fans, right? So obviously, it's like you kind of go at it like a Cowboys fan. It's like, well, I want to be confident, but not really ever sure. How do you feel about today, though, with a chance to go to the College World Series on the line? I mean, if we get that version of Zane Morehouse that we didn't get all year, but have gotten throughout the postseason, I mean. Starting pitching has been elite with Lucas Gordon and LeBaron. LBJ, but it was just like, all right, you got me seven innings. Where do we go from here? And I mean, like that Baylor series, that Oklahoma series, series it was just a disaster. But Lost if Zane Morehouse, if you have a lockdown closer, this, I mean, the ceiling on this team just goes way, way up. Yeah, very excited that um, Zane Morehouse has uh, got to form here in the postseason. He uh, struck out, I think, seven in uh, his appearance against Miami, and then he struck out all three batters he faced last night in the ninth. Um, and that's just good for his confidence because, I mean, yeah, they call him Nightmare Morehouse, and um, at a certain point in the year, you know, it was kind of a joke as far as, you know. It's yeah, a nightmare he's the, for good or better or worse. Yeah, like. he's the last person you want coming in. But um, the ship has been, you know, they, he wrote, he righted the ship, and uh, I'm excited um, that we have somebody who can come in that's you know got some confidence rolling. As far as a prediction for the fight, I'm gonna say uh, three two horns. I think it'll be a low scoring game. I know I don't know his name, but Stanford's got their ace going the day. They um, they didn't they didn't start their ace Friday night starter um, last night against Lucas Gordon. Um, they saved him for the day. I think he had to pitch twice in that um, in their re- regional. Uh, Keep in mind they went the, the the extra games and had to come back and beat A and M twice um, in elimination <laughs> yeah, fashion. I remember that. See, that's why it's hard to be an Aggie man because it just it just leads to disappointment. Like, you're supposed to be good. You're supposed to be good, and then can't ever cross the finish line. And that's just being an Aggie man. Yeah, I know. That's, that's how my life say feels. Poor Aggies. Exactly. Stanford's offense though is like insane. Their team average is like three eighteen. 
They seem like, like a pretty well-rounded ludicrous. team. Like, no, there's not a spot in that lineup where you can let down. And, I mean, Texas didn't hit yesterday. I mean, that big inning, we, we had one hit. It was the Porter Brown hit. It was all walks and hit by pitches and errors that got us there. So we could break out, but they could also break. I mean, that's that's their game is scoring well, 12 runs. Let let me mean, yeah, we're, we're in a super regional that we're not hosting. They're excellent. Well, well, let me throw some numbers at you all. According to my cousin, my cousin, they uh, – Texas is the underdog. They're uh, plus 125 just to win outright. Stanford, minus 165 to win outright. Uh, the spread, minus one and a half. All baseball games, yeah, it's usually. I, there are no spreads for LSU, uh, Kentucky, or for Oral Roberts or Oregon. It's just What's the money or, line on Oral Roberts? Uh, the money line on Oral Roberts, they're the favorite, minus 105. Oregon, or really? no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oregon's the favorite, minus 125. Okay. Oral Roberts is still 105 minus, so there's no. That's a toss up. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then for LSU and Kentucky, it's Kentucky plus 185, LSU minus 250. Well, LSU beat uh, Kentucky like 14 0 yesterday. Yeah. They put it on them. And LSU's got an excellent team, Paul tons of, of MLB talent. Um, I think yeah, is he the, is he the guy that might go number one? Yeah, from Air, well, they had I think their center fielder is the guy that they're talking about number. Paul Skeens is the pitcher. He's the pitcher catcher from we, Air Force. We faced him last yeah. year. Um, he beat us last year. Um, but yeah, he's he's got beat some us stuff. this year too. Or I guess he didn't pitch he in didn't that LSU yeah, game, but I'm yeah. sure, I think he played. Well, let me say for your number crunchers out there, it is uh, the over over fourteen runs for that LSU Kentucky game. It's minus one thirty five. Under fourteen runs is plus one oh five. I'm not sure if any of those look saucy to any of y'all. I don't know if, I'm, t- I'm, if, I'm, if I'm touching the college baseball over unders. <laughs> okay, okay. let me just ask you, Texas is real quick. Uh, Stanford over uh, it's uh, over ten and a half is minus one hundred five. Under ten and a half is minus one twenty five. I guess neither one of them is sexy, but do you think I'd take the under? Take the under. Yeah, right. I mean, uh, if they're pitching their ace and Little Baron's going today, I mean, he, how many pitches? He, do you think him pitching what one hundred and twenty or one hundred thirty pitches against uh, Miami? Do you think that has any effect to that? Mm, I mean, no. he had a week off, full week off. Yeah, he had full rest. Um, in fact, I think he even had an extra day. I think that game would have been on a Saturday, and today's Sunday, so even you know, eight days. Yeah, he'll be good. Um, yeah, and I know, uh, and that's a lot of pitches, but um, Baron's an athlete. He'll go out there and he'll compete, and as long as he can keep, as long as he can um, avoid walking people, uh, I think he can keep the pitch count low early on in the game and get through some innings i think it'll be kind of a quick game hopefully so because it is at 8 p.m tonight and it'll be the on the last slate of games to go on this evening craig um, way on the call yep right here on 104.9 the horn so make sure you tune in and support uh your longhorn see even though i'm on the bandwagon right now i want you guys to do well it's not like i hate y'all uh let me ask you this because we haven't talked about it at all really at this show today but nba finals game number five is that tomorrow tomorrow you know, but uh, I just wanted to give you the lines for it. It's a minus nine line uh, spread wise for the Nuggets. Uh, the under of two hundred eight and a half points is minus one ten. Actually, it's both minus one ten over and under. I'll pick them there. Um, yeah, I, I think Denver's got it. Gentlemen, gentlemen, sweep. Money, uh, money not, line minus three ninety five. I'd like to see the TV ratings for this game. I bet no one watches. Man, I haven't really been watching. I've been catching the highlights, but I've been more in the NHL playoffs. Yeah. I, I just wish I could. I just can't. I'm not confident enough to talk about it. It's, I'm still learning. Yeah, I, I can't give really good analysis on it. I just watch the games. We told y'all Vegas Golden Knights won three two last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, big fight towards the end of the game. <laughs> At the end of the game, it just erupted into yeah. a, a team on team brawl. 
sticks were flying. It was awesome. I have to admit, though, I'm surprised that they're not favored by more. It's only nine minus 165 money line for Vegas to win. That's okay. a game on Tuesday. And the spread's only minus one and a half. But that's a plus well, 160 for all, Vegas. All the games have been close except for game one. Would you take that really? one, though? That one seems legit right there. So minus one and a half. Plus 160 for Vegas. I think they could pull that off on a closing game because remember how they destroyed Dallas on the way out? Yeah. I mean, they they looked pretty hyped up after last night's game. I, I I think they could get the job done. But Florida, like I said, has kept it close. They were down, what, I didn't watch the game last night, but 3-0. They were down 3-0 and they came back and they had a chance. I mean, you know, they were um, competing at the end almost, you know, could, e- could easily have slipped that last goal in. Um the game ended at the goal. Well, yeah, I'm telling. Well, in game in game three, I had Vegas, and what they uh, Florida scored with like two minutes left. Yeah, empty netter, and, yeah. uh, and then one shot in overtime. That's all it takes, and they they won that game. Ty, how how are you going to fix your your rut right now? I mean, like we didn't get a chance to talk to Al. I was hoping that he would have some baseball talk for us. Uh, you know, because I'm not a big seam head, but you know, I, I play the numbers when I when I see something good, and I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to play. I already have my eyes on uh, Women's World Cup coming up because I have more information on that than any of the other sports going on. So, what are you playing now that all the other sports are kind of dying down? Besides, like NASCAR. Well, yeah. Na- NASCAR is fun to bet on, dude. That's hard though, man. It's like I can't I just justify. Pick four guys. It just guys. Makes you watch. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just put a, you know not not too much money on anything. It's really kind of like how I made those prop bets yesterday. But I've I've watched eight NASCAR races and I've picked a winner of five of them uh, with the help of Rodney Rodriguez with Revved Up on Saturdays. Ah, of course. shout but, out Rodney. Yeah, yeah, he's been picking some winners. Um, but other than that, yeah, baseball. I've gotten back more into this year. I usually watch, you know, but the Rangers have been <laughs> so bad. Uh, but they've been good this year. Yeah, I know. So like, I'm, how do you feel about Degrom though getting hurt? I'm glad we have Evaldi and we have you know Dane Dunning has been great at the back of the rotation. Yeah, um, that's one thing I was going to say is I mean the historical offense to this point in the season. I I would bet the over on any Rangers game, even bet money line on them, and then of course you can pretty much bet against the Oakland Athletics essentially every game. Hey now. Uh, they're hot. Four-game win streak. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I did lose twice on that. No, they lost to the Dodgers well, recently. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, Rangers, well, they're they're up next, right? So after this show, they're going to be in action. They're on the road, right? In Tampa Bay. Yeah, one last night. Catch it on 101.9 and 1260. They are the uh, underdog in this one. Plus 165 on the money line. There? Uh, Pettis. Martin. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's been good this year. I mean, he's a solid. Going against McCallahan? He's a ground ball pitcher. Okay. Uh, McCallahan's a beast, though. So I'd, uh, I'd just, I'd probably stay away from that one. Yeah, dude. I was going to even say like the over under doesn't watched, even look sexy. If you have the ability to watch our Rangers games in Austin, I got a link earlier that says that there's some MLB. It includes on, MLB. Uh, so maybe I'll be taking that home tonight. But I, I would, I would watch that game today. It's going to be a good baseball game. Well, and of course, if you can't watch it, you can always listen to it here. Oh, at the horn. On the horn, twelve ninety, uh, AM twelve sixty. Right. Yeah, one hundred one nine and one. That is correct. Yes, one hundred one nine FM or AM twelve. I should really know all the call signals, considering I'm here every day. Yeah, you produce shows. I thought, like you know, you just kind of just segue in, and you just knew it all by like right off the top of your head. I don't lead shows that often. See, I'm, 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 I'm feeling super rusty. It's like, oh, the you, captain's chair. You, you've done a great job today. I mean, I've, this three hours has flown by. That's coming I've, from you. I'm hoping the listeners feel the same way, but well, I appreciate we it. Haven't had, we haven't had any hateful texts come in. We usually get at least one of those per show. I know, but that's the best part. <laughs>
And I was like, you know, it's that I personal. I love the hate text. Yeah, it's the personal wrestling heel in me. It's just like, no, nah, man, you got to embrace the hate. That's like the one thing that like always kind of makes me mad about most sports fans. Is like, oh, they want to be loved. They want to be cherished. It's like, no, got to embrace the hate, man. That's when you get the most out of your sports fandom. Were you the bad guy? I mean, but think about like how it can change so quickly. Like the Golden State Warriors when they were taking on LeBron James, uh, Cavaliers, and exactly. Heat, like they were the they were the loved. Like everyone loved them. They're like, oh, Steph Curry, so fun to watch. And then they start winning. Kevin Durant goes there, and everyone's like, all right, I'm I we I don't like any of these guys. Everyone hates Draymond. Like it can switch just like that. Yeah, Dude, which is if you ask people in the moment how they felt about the 2017 Astros, they'd be like, great team, love that story. And then two years later, I didn't love it. Oh, sure. Yeah. Some Rangers fan. A few exactly. people up in the DFW area, I'm sure, weren't too happy. Yeah, but y'all cheated, so it's okay. It's yeah. understandable. It's all right. I mean, everybody cheats. If you're not cheating, you ain't you're not cheating, cheating, you ain't exactly. trying. Yes, exactly. It's not worth winning. If you Maybe that's win why the Rangers big. are good this year. I've been hearing any trash cans. They finally got their cheating up finally. Yeah. Then they, I think they use blinking now. They go into like two blinks is curveball, three blinks is slider. Dude, I, like they've that. got that pitch calm stuff now. Like you can. You know, you communicate through the helmet or the hat, I guess. I'm not sure. Oh, how you, you it feel works. the vibrations. They got all kinds yeah. of. They've, I, the MLB has done a great job of, you know, kind of finally taking the steps to step into a modern era of like sports. You know, not, <laughs> well, not, I besides social media. The shift. I still think that's lame. Why? Because I, I like the shift better, man. Yeah. Like it's strategy. You're, it's like saying that you can't play cover two in football. It's like just it's playing defense. It's I don't strategy. know. Well, Corey Seager is a lot better now that there's no shift. So I, yeah. I appreciate. Well, I, maybe maybe my tune will change if Michael Brantley ever comes back. Nah, man, I'm, I'm still able, with you. You should be able to play those nine guys, and or I guess you know besides the pitcher, those eight dudes, pretty much wherever. You know, you have a pitcher and a catcher, and then you've got your guys wherever you want. You can have as many outfielders or infielders as you choose. I feel like I'm with you. And um, they've kind of been bypassing, I heard, the uh, that rule by, like, bringing the left fielder in to kind of, like, cover on the shift. Um, you can still, like, half shift. Like, you can't play all the way over, but you can still, like, get up to a line. But yeah. it's still, like, dude, it's just, just limiting. hit better. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I grew up watching Tony Gwynn, who could place the baseball wherever he wanted. And I remember going to practice in the varsity, because I was never a good baseball player, and seeing these, you know, because you know when you're in high school and you're like 14, but you're with the upperclassmen, and you're like, oh man, these guys are so good. And like, you know, they're going through pitching practice, and he's like, okay, this is a situation, hit the ball into right field, and then they would do it. And I'm yeah. like... Okay, well, if those guys can do it, obviously you're a pro player, so you should be able to do it, Baseball's too. all about practice. Me and, me and Shea actually went to the Westlake State semifinals against Pearland on Friday night at Round Rock. Um, Did they win? No, they got run-rolled run 11-1. The, Dude, they had a the good six. run. Oh, yeah, I mean, they, they got some great players on their team. Um, they that, had a good that, pitcher. That program is a lot better off than it was when I was there. Okay. We sucked. So, first... Um, state tournament appearance since 2009. It would have been the first state championship since 1984. Uh, and eighty was the one before that. That's their only two. Dang, um, but yeah, Pearland, they had some ball players. Oh, they they looked look like the state they champions. Were big. They were big. They like you know, like it's like in football when I mean, I was Westlake. We were never the biggest team, but I don't know, man, because I saw that Westlake team. And you guys had a dominant pitcher. I did like a PA. I PA like was one. It Covert. No, there was a few guys. So I was talking to Joe Taylor, who's the voice of the yeah. Chaparrales before the game, and he said it was. Ba- I was like, so is there? Is there one guy? And he's like, no, really, they have four guys that they could put out as their ace, but it's like three guys that rotate. I can't like, remember who it was when I was PAing that day, but he had 10 strikeouts against uh, Roush that day at, in Concordia. That's where they had the game. And then I did another PA It's a nice game. stadium. And uh, Goldberg, the pre- former professional wrestler, his son was playing 
uh, a game there. He almost took me out with his truck because I thought he was going to slow down as I was walking in front of him. And he did not slow down. <laughs> and then when I was going to confront him, I saw that it was Bill Goldberg. And that guy's like six foot six and still jacked. I'm like, OK, OK. okay. Obviously, I can't say anything. All right. We got to take a break. When we come back, we'll put a bow on this show. Like Wags likes to say, you are listening to The Wagner Wire. On 1049, 1019, AM twelve sixty, and streaming worldwide on hornfm.com. There's a world where I can go and Well, Jack, I've asked you for that one Beach Boy song. And this is the one that he decided on. This is a good one to close this out here on this really groovy feeling Sunday morning. Man, fun show! Uh, you guys on the text line, way too nice because uh, we asked you about the show. You said, Burnt Orange Yeti, great show today. Uh, Baker Brisket Company, fine job today. Uh, just, yeah, leave your uh, <laughs> leave your Venmo so I know where to send the money, right? I appreciate your compliments and so do the guys, Ty Henderson, Shay Holtz, and of course Jack Farrell behind the glass and the crew here on the Wagner Wire, which has been Wagner-less today, but he'll be back next week. I believe we'll be back next week, live and in studio, correct? Should be. No holidays or anything, right? Yeah, not that I know of. Uh, obviously, before we leave, you can know Texas baseball later here on the Horn, 8 p.m. You can catch down on all the Horn stuff. Uh, Rangers are going to be on after this. Um, the guy that you just gave golfing advice to, he he has him already. So you Great know, minds think alike. Uh, hopefully that Justin uh, Rose. Hopefully that will break the uh, cold streak for Ty too. You know, because I know things have been a little tough recently. I'm taking the day off. Oh, are you taking the day off? It's a new week. I'm, I'm thinking about playing some of this uh, U20 World Cup. It's the final. It's Italy versus Uruguay. It's a pick 'em, and then uh, it's plus 165 Italy, plus 190 uh, Uruguay, and then it's a plus 206 for a draw. Do you know anything about either of those under-20 teams? Yeah, I mean, Italy's been really good. They would be the one I would pick. But because it's a final and people are going to be nervous, I might play the draw. You need to just – you seem like you're pretty good at soccer betting. I, I mean, I'm no Glenn Davis when it comes to soccer knowledge, and thanks for him chiming in on Twitter too. Yes, I am celebrating the Champions League. But uh, maybe maybe the soccer betting will be my thing. You might have to show me how to like make a thing out of it. Oh, well, I, I used to be the producer for Glenn's show on, on the Horn here, Soccer Matters, on Monday nights. But, uh, Every Monday. We were going we to have a gambling segment, actually, because he's, he's interested in that world and how that works, which, I mean, at the sports world in general, so much money is going into well, it, it's hard to avoid it at this point. Well, you know what? We got you, and I like soccer, too, so we'll take that. We'll take that segment. We'll, we'll implement it here. And, it. and we got a whole summer of soccer. I'll learn some MLS soccer to put into also. Like, you know, I think this is, I really understand the game pretty well. Probably you, not as well as Glenn, but you get the idea. And you get great odds, you know, because it's, you know, it's a three-way. Yeah. Bet. Usually, you know, it's, it's, it's a three-way dance. You got to play that draw. Yeah. That's, that's the scary part, man. And, and, any, and I've, I can't tell you how many times I've been on a soccer game and for better or worse, there's like a 97th minute goal. That it, you know, sends it one way or the other, and I'm sitting there. I'm just like, oh, I'm good, I'm good, and then just a little lackluster defense for like a split second, and a through That's ball solid. goes through, and then it's just like, and half the time it's like, an, it's not even a consequential goal for the actual game. It just like loses yeah. me in my bet. Yeah, bro, it's TCU minus four all over oh, again. We need to yeah, oh. once Wags gets back, we're starting the bad, the bad beats of the week. That, that's the worst one ever, man. Shay, do you remember that? Um, was that that was in the tournament, right? Yes, TCU. Um, Who probably, they, I don't know Gonzaga. why. Gonzaga. I posted a video on Twitter of it, my live reaction, but it was uh, against Gonzaga, and it was. The, well, you had like five and a half or something. It was minus four. Minus four. I, ha- I had them plus minus four. Yeah, Gonzaga was favored minus four. 
Yeah, and the the, the TCU, TCU team they rolled up the ball. You know, they need like they they were going to lose no matter what. And I could just tell, like, oh my god, are they going to let them get a shot here? And they did, the ball yes. rolled all the way up to like a little bit above half court, and the guy just picked it up and flipped it, and it just went in. And the buzzer went off, and Justin, <laughs> dude, like, that was it was like the last leg, like an eight leg parlay yeah. that they would have paid out like so much. Like, it was going to be enough for a vacation this summer, man. I was already like trying to book the cruise and everything. I was like, it's going to be a great summer. And, and then nah, it hit man, my now, heart. That's I mean, there's some. That's what I do it for, though. I mean, it's it, it gives you something to root for, but it can also crush you. Rodney Rodriguez with Rev It Up. He checks in. Nothing wrong with a good three-way, especially if you can make some money. Ain't yeah, that the truth? We didn't t- talk much NASCAR Yeah, today, tell us but, real quick. Uh, what do you got? Rodney actually just gave me some some advice. I, I said earlier this week I like Almondinger. It's a, it's a what type street, of race is this? It's a race or street race. Okay. Where which, are you? Chicago? I'm not sure. I, I, no, they're in, they're in California. Okay. They're so. in California. Um, so Tyler, he said Tyler Reddick is most likely going to win. But like you said, Almondinger. Um, mm-hmm. And then Daniel Suarez is another good player. Oh, okay. So like I was telling you earlier, I like to take four guys, you know, sprinkle yeah. a little bit. And you get great odds there. So I'm sure Tyler Reddick's like plus 400, 500. Um, but you take those three guys and then one big underdog. I mean, it's no plus 1,500 with Rotary being man of the match. Man, man that was a ballsy call, but I just felt it yesterday. Hey, that's so. the best advice I can give you is if you have a feeling, act well, on you got it. You got this Almondinger feeling? You got the same feeling with Almondinger? I think so, because if you do, I might I might have to play. Today. I think so, but like like I said, <laughs> I don't just take one guy. I don't take just no. One guy. I know. I, I I tried doing that with the golf, and it, it didn't work out for me last week. But you're like the same Those thing. Those odds right? were like too great. Like they're well, great. We, odds, we took we took. Uh, I, I forgot who we even bet on. Yeah, or Paven or whatever his last name is. Some yeah, and he. I mean, he was in the lead or one behind the lead yeah. to start the day, and was still like plus like. 2000 or so. it was something crazy yeah some ridiculous return i hey, was like you gotta Ju- take a flyer justin rose today he's there's like eight dudes at uh minus 12 tied for first but he's like plus 2000 and same same situation going into sunday with the, with a shot well shay before we take off man uh your maiden voyage on the wagner wire how do you feel about it oh it was great um you know look coming to the studio uh you know, enjoying your radio personality and just being a part of it all. It's been a wonderful experience. I'd love to be back anytime y'all have me. All right, man. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Wagless Wire, of the Wagner Wire, without wags. You get what I'm saying. But a big thanks, to, of course, to our sponsor, Tom McKay, with Audiovisual Consultations. Of course, a big thanks to all of you all that were listening and chiming in, making sure this was a smooth ride and we have that sweet interaction. For my guy, Ty, Texas guy, Ty, on Twitter. For Shay at ShayHolt23 on Twitter. For Jack Behind the Glass, at Jack A. Farrell on Twitter. Myself, The Smash, Justin Simmons, at The Smash Simmons on Twitter and all social media. I say thank you, Austin, once again for listening. Have a fantastic Sunday. And hope, hey, I hope that you win some money today. Let's go, baby. <laughs>